Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 159 of the Journeypreneur Podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is DIY versus COI. Okay, so I um, was inspired to speak on the podcast about this episode because I was in a mastermind, a wonderful high-level mastermind um, with one of my clients, the amazing Wanda Torini um, over at Ecofiles. Um, she's an incredible, incredible entrepreneur. Shout-outs to you, Wanda. And um, one of the questions that she asked us was, what do you feel is keeping you from taking the actions necessary to reach your next level? Right? What is the... What is the next step um, that that you're supposed to take, but you're not, or you're you're resistant to? Um, and for and for me, I was the one who was in the hot seat. <laughs> and whenever I'm in the hot seat, I tend to offer um, whatever I can um, from my own perspective. And sometimes my own perspective is like kind of really out of the box. Um, and I don't know why no one expected me to say this, but for me, um, my next level I know is around visibility and multiplying, visibility and multiplying myself. And the vision that I have around executing on that next level looks like my hands on the keyboard and I'm taking my hands away. So my hands are on the keyboard in the vision of like, looks like my laptop, right? My, my MacBook or whatever it is. And then I take my hands uh, away. And there is this distinct sensation of grief. Grief. And so that is what I shared with the group. And now these are all like very high achieving, you know, in, incredible business owners who like, you know, are uh, very tactical and technical-minded, and I'm <laughs> here I'm talking about, well, the one thing that's giving back is processing my grief around um, not doing it all. <laughs> yeah, and so that kind of threw everyone for a loop where they were a bit surprised, um, but it took the conversation in a different direction um, that was it, rather than being tactical, it ended up being more emotional and spiritual, which, I mean, obvi. <laughs> if I'm going to enter the chat, this is going to come with me. Uh, but And I'm so happy that we got to have such a powerful conversation around that. But um, I wanted to bring this conversation, let it spill over uh, into the into the Journeypreneur podcast here for, for you because... This is this is all about identity, and I know we've talked about this many times before, but just coming back to that uh, conversation had at the mastermind, it was just like, what, day before last? Um, and then also the conversations I'm having on Clubhouse as well, by the way, come find me on Clubhouse, let's do a room, shall we? Yeah, 
but the these conversations that we're having around identity um, and emotion and how all of that is the fuel behind our productivity habits and behavioral patterns it's huge it's huge it's high level masterminds and just like I was saying before you know the future of coaching is spiritual and the high I'm telling you right now <laughs> quite literally to people that I'm networking with who are incredibly successful entrepreneurs right really powerful um, influential leaders when we really get to talking about it it all comes down to emotion and identity and so there's this emotion and identity within me I'll put it on me as usual I'll put it on me. There's this emotion and identity within me of the DIY, Victoria. The do-it-yourself, right? If you want it done right, you got to do it yourself, Victoria. The hands on the keyboard, right? I'm stirring the pot. I'm building the thing. It's hands-on. I'm taking a hands-on approach um, and maintaining a hands-on relationship with whatever it is the thing that I am creating or the project that I'm involved in in order for what there so there's more there's more that extends out of that kind of and and an, an identity of the DIY identity is I in order for me to trust that something is getting done or is getting done right then I have to have my hands on it. Underlining the word trust. In that sentence, <laughs> let's underline that word trust. Because the DIY identity is a trust paradigm or a distrust paradigm. So how in the world can I uh, ensure that everything is a-okay and is alright and that I'm safe in the world? How do I trust that I'm being provided for and that the needle is being moved forward. Well, I did it myself. I saw it firsthand. Seeing is believing, right? I had my hands in it and that made me feel safe because I was able to do the thing or be involved in the doing of the thing. And so with that though, this lovely controlling stance, um, can also come limitation because, all right, I have two hands, ten fingers, right? I have two arms. I have two eyeballs, um, though I'm wearing glasses, so you could call me four eyes, <laughs> right? Or you could even refer to that third eye um, in the middle of my forehead. That's pr like it's fairly active. I would have to say mine is fairly active, you know, given what I do for a living. <laughs> but, okay. So, and I have 24 hours in a day if I'm not sleeping during those hours and if I'm not, um, you know, going to the bathroom or eating or, you know, a, doing something other than work, right? I have a limited, I have seven days in a week. I have a limited amount of time, a limited amount of energy. I... I personally, if it's if it's the DIY approach, I am applying a, a supremely limited resource to a potentially unlimited problem, and that is my business. Well, at least if I'm trying to be in business perpetually, right? If I'm trying to play an infinite game, I'm a 
if I take the DIY approach, the more that I do that, although it makes me feel, quote unquote, like I'm in a, in control or I have the ability to trust more of what's going on here, uh, the, unfortunately though, what can happen is that I am taking a finite resource and I'm applying it to an infinite issue, an infinite problem. And that is the perpetuation of my business or the expansion of my business, the uh, perpetuation of my mission, the expansion of my mission. It's an infinite mm, issue, an infinite opportunity, right? We could call it an infinite problem because if I'm putting out fire, that's problem. <laughs> Problertunity, Problertunity. One of my spirit guides said it's a problem and an opportunity, right? So it's a Problertunity. <laughs> yeah. And so this is this is the thing. If if everything has to be DIY in order to feel safe, then everything has to be limited in order to feel safe. And that that for me letting go of this definition of feeling safe for me personally is a grieving process, right? I've created a very uh, profound paradigm of control, support, creative control. Um, how do we say the making sure that everything feels mm, in order, right? And in its right place. I've organized my life around that and naturally letting go of that is a shift. It's very different. It is an adjustment, to be specific. And so that adjustment, what I've noticed the more that I start processing that, is that, oh my gosh, the the more that I've started processing that is it feels like a process of grief where I'm letting go of something that has actually passed on. <laughs> Right, it's it's gone. It's not here. It really isn't. It really isn't. Maybe I've, um, you know, the more that I try and uh, convince myself that it's, it's, you know, the way that it used to be, that, oh, I can contain the expansion of my business, or, oh, I'm, the only way that this is going to work is if I do X, Y, and Z, or if I get in there and do the, the code on the website, or if I get in there and I do the the things, right? If I get in there and I do the posting, or if I get in there and I do the, right? <laughs> I'm at a point in the development of my business, in the development of myself, that that is actually no longer true it's no longer true this the, like the the expansion doesn't have to just depend upon me and there are things at stake in what i'm doing that actually i uh i i'm not the best at i don't know how to do this properly and so in order to take things up to the next level i've got to make sure that i can let go of that DIY identity, especially when we're talking about visibility and expanding that. Now, 
Okay, one second. So I'm going to I'm going to make this deposit at the bank and I'm going to hop back on the podcast. Hold on just a sec. I'll be right back. Okay. There we go. Money put into the bank. I do you like that by the way? I hope you like that. I want to share this thousands of dollars that I'm depositing into my bank with you energetically as you listen to this podcast. Like I <laughs> I hope you like that. I am wishing you tons and tons and tons of abundance, right? And and I'm honored and grateful that I get to share this experience with you depositing thousands and thousands of dollars into the into my business bank account personally while I'm literally uh, recording this podcast in the car right and I want I'm doing this deliberately to wish abundance upon you um and just to also bring you into the stream of creation with me right I want to wish for both of us that we are only doing things like this that we genuinely get excited by. Like, I, is it bad? I don't think it's bad. I'm declaring it good that I like depositing thousands and thousands of dollars into my business bank account because I am helping people change their lives, right, and and helping them um, get better and better at serving others in moving their good mission and purpose forward in the world. Like, I like that. I declare that that is a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and I also want to declare that over you, that it is a good thing that you get to enjoy depositing thousands and thousands of dollars into your business bank account because you are making more good happen on the planet. You are serving and helping and providing for the community around you, right? And so this, the transition is releasing and processing grief around doing the things that actually aren't in alignment with my unique brilliance or my pleasure, right? Because you could just look at it as like, oh, you got to do your unique brilliance quadrant and that's how you determine what's important. Um, my pleasure is also important. So although it could be said that, you know, Victoria, you could just get a career to like take your checks to the bank and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Or you could do like a remote deposit or blah, blah, blah. No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> You don't understand my pleasure. Like, for me, personally, doing this, it puts a smile ear to ear. I'm like, yeah, yes, this is so bad. I love that feeling. I love that feeling of depositing money. In fact, I'm going to do it twice in this podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for for me, it's not just what's my unique brilliance, but also what's my pleasure. That is what I want to do myself. Absolutely. But processing grief around letting go of what has has passed on and has passed out of my pleasure and has passed away from being my unique brilliance. Now I'm surrounded by incredible expert level people who their unique brilliance and doing the thing outshines mine any day out of the week. They could be tied up, falling asleep, and like in a coma, uh, and still be light years ahead of me, better at doing, you know, editing, <laughs> or or uh, or what or um, funnel builds or Facebook ads or something like they're like 
way farther ahead. It is okay. And it's time to grieve that. And so we were talking about that in the um, in the mastermind uh, with all of these like fabulous experts with Wanda um, and all her rocket fuel tribe. I love them, by the way. Amazing work. If you haven't checked her out yet, um, she'll be on the podcast uh, a little bit later, um, like in a later episode. But <clears throat> here's the thing. If if I'm letting go of that DIY identity, what am what am I releasing that for so that I can receive? Like what what am I receiving as I let go of the DIY, the control, the um I got it, right? The the I did it type of identity. What am I what am I receiving? What's coming in? What am I making room for? Um, what new pattern of behavior, what new uh, vision or identity is coming through? And to be honest with you, in this extreme moment, I have not seen what happens in that vision of my hands coming off of the keyboard. I have not seen what happens next after my hands come off the keyboard. All I'm, well, I can see right now is the hands coming off of the keyboard and feeling the grief. Um, but as I went to hit record on this podcast to share this moment with you, this this sacred moment uh, that is apparently also tied to money because I'm making deposits at bank accounts and driving around and enjoying. Um, moving money and just seeing thousands of dollars, touching thousands of dollars uh, as I talk to you, um, the the thing that is coming in very well maybe instead of DIY, it's COI, Centers of Influence. DIY is do-it-yourself. COI means Centers of Influence. And I'm literally right now processing the magnitude of what that means because I learned about centers of influence from another rock star high-level coach client of mine, the goddess Ginny Barrow, who's been on the podcast before. She's amazing, right? Um, Executivebound.com, uh, I believe, is her website. Uh, so you can go and check her out there. But, ah... Ginny teaching in her fearless leadership challenge about centers of influence. I was, I remember sitting in the Zoom room, sitting in that, on that room where she's teaching brilliantly about how to expand your value and how to move to the next level is tapping into centers of influence. Centers of influence. That COI identity I am receiving from her, right? That initiation. Uh, and that awareness around centers of influence as a way to move more resource and to um, create more transformation than ever in a leveraged way because you're finding who or what is at the center of knocking down the biggest domino, right? And I believe uh, my coach, um, Russell Brunson, when he's talking, uh, when he was receiving coaching or, or witnessing a speech by Tim Ferriss, 
heard about the Tim Ferriss's week, right? Someone asked him, like, well, what do you actually do? What's your daily life look like? And he's like, eh, it's pretty boring, actually. <laughs> right? I wake up, I have tea, um, maybe meditate, read a book, uh, and then I'll probably fall asleep again, maybe work out, go for a walk, and this will go on for weeks until I find the one thing that if I do it, or if it gets done, everything else becomes irrelevant. I call it the one big domino. When you push that over, everything, and he's, that's the only thing I focus on. And that's it. Otherwise, my life is actually, uh, if you were to look at it, you'd think it was pretty boring. <laughs> and that blew Russell's mind, and Russell, of course, shared it with us, as he's our coach, and so that blew my mind of <gasps> the big domino, the one thing. Like, if I'm to topple this one thing... Right? And, and to really, to move that along, wow, so much more could get done. And so, I'm combining this concept of the one thing or the big domino with the center of influence that I've received from uh, my awesome client, Ginny. And now, we have this really powerful leveraged concept that's not just an action, right, or an action item of like, focus on the one thing but on top of that on top of that now it becomes an identity of the one person to talk to or the one ask the one ask that if I ask that question to that person kaboom everything blows open right or really moves forward at an accelerated rate um, it's not just a like a task to get done but it's also a personality or a being and the more that I speak to you about this the more in this extreme moment I'm becoming aware that I am a COI I am a center of influence very much so like I this is you know Go, go, gadget, delayed reaction, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a center of influence. If, if I become aware, oh my goodness, in this very moment, what's going to happen when I become aware that I'm a center of influence and I actually start acting like one? Hmm. Yeah. Not only will I become more aware of my own influence and power... Um, the, all of the people that I am honored to serve and lead, right, and help. But also, as I recognize the COI in me, that profound power and value in me, I'm also going to recognize it in people and in opportunities around me, right? If I am grieving the DIY identity, I am receiving the COI identity. And it's like a whole nother pair of glasses to put on. It's like a new and improved prescription. I wear glasses, by the way. I'm not a, I'm not a, um, how do you say, contact lenses queen. So I love glasses. Give me the funky, exciting glasses all day, all night. Yes, yes. Colors and weights and designs and sharp and smooth and all the, uh, anyway. So I love I love wearing glasses. I'm a glasses queen. So when I think about changing my prescription, 
It's also changing how I look, right? When I get a new pair of glasses, right? If you've seen me on Facebook, I actually, what, within the last month got a brand new pair of glasses. And, like, the whole, the way that my face is framed looks completely different. Like, it brings out a whole nother level of personality, but also another level of perspective and insight, obviously, because, you know, the, the strength of the prescription is a little bit different. But also, there's this perception of myself that changes, because maybe the color of the lens has changed, or the shape, or the size, or the thickness, right? Um, the design changes how I am being perceived by myself and the world around me. And so it is the very same thing that is happening right now, transitioning from um, DIY as an identity, doing it yourself, right? The uh, deriving power from like, yeah, I'm a do-it-yourself, I bootstrapped, I'm an entrepreneur, I, you know, if it is to be, it's up to be anything my mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, thanks Napoleon Hill, ah, like that kind of a transitioning from that mode um, into the COI mode, the center of influence of, wait a minute, if it is to be, ah, it is whatever it is is so big that it can't just be up to me because if 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 it's up to me it ain't gonna get done i'm asleep <laughs> all right or i'm i'm enjoying my life getting my life depositing these thousands of dollars into the banks like i uh, i i like if it is to be it's it's not up to me who can i talk to who can i ask who can i bring into my circle of influence who is already in my circle of influence? Um, who can make this happen um, at a whole nother scale, right? Do I know how to influence? Do I have influence? Am I allowed to have influence? What does that even mean? Hmm. Well, let's keep thinking about this, shall we? Well, before I proceed... I'm at the second bank, so hold on just a sec. I'll be right back. I'm going <laughs> to... This is the, the... I have a separate bank for my personal stuff. So now I'm going to deposit thousands of dollars into my personal bank account. That is just for all of my own needs and my own pleasure um, and taking care of me. So I hope you are receiving this energetic empowerment. Hold on just a moment. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Take a deep breath in. Ah, and exhale, knowing that thousands of dollars have just been deposited into your personal bank account energetically as well. Uh, and I'm so happy to get to share that with you. Um, <laughs> so, again, becoming becoming a center of influence so that I can... Uh, recognize other centers of influence and the more that I speak through this with you I'm the more that I'm actually processing through this with you the more that I'm realizing huh that would explain why things have been accelerating lately I'm like what's going well I wonder dur, dur, dur. <laughs> oh my gosh so well for one uh, the way that I um 
the way that I do podcast interviews has changed. I could uh, take this from a very large, like, scale uh, example and whittle it down to this very podcast itself. And that is, um, whenever, before, when I would bring um, people on to interview them here on the Journeypreneur podcast, it was a one-way street of like, yay, I'm doing them a favor, and then I'm doing all the things, and yay, I get to share their story. Other than that, Innovated, uh, one of my spirit guides, they didn't tell me that, uh, oh, you're transitioning from DIY to COI, Victoria, and here's how you're going to do it. You're going to do this. No, no, no. I'm realizing this long after the fact. <laughs> right? The action started being taken, and then I had the realization. That's... Did you hear that? Did you catch that? Uh, the action... I took the action. And after I took the action, I realized, like, oh, oh, that's different. <laughs> Right, so my spirit guide said, from now on, don't just do uh, podcast interviews, always do interview trades. So always do it. Just, just update the standard operating procedure, Victoria. Just start doing interview trades. And how I work is, okay, guides, yeah. And then I go and do whatever they tell me to do. Yeah. No, like, I, of course, sometimes I'll be like, but, 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 no, that's one way or another. Um, I know who the real CEO of my business is, and it's them, it's not me, right? And so, um, I follow whatever executive orders are coming down, and with that was, from now on, just start doing interview trades. Someone wants to come on the podcast, it's, uh, interview for interview, always. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm like, I hear a lot more people talking about, oh, they saw me on a power, they heard my podcast, or I'm like, gosh, that's helpful, I wonder why that's happening. Well, tapping into centers of influence. Yeah. It's just one example of how it can start working. And from that, then... People started seeing me, uh, the people that I'm talking to, whether I'm talking to them on Clubhouse or on Facebook, uh, where, wherever, where, uh, now I'm talking to people on TikTok, right? Wherever I'm having conversations with entrepreneurs, um, I have more people coming back to me and uh, giving me the recognition as someone who, like, I think of Brown the other day on Clubhouse saying, like, I would introduce you as a business genius. Like, you're someone who is, like, you're, you are incredible. You are a creative genius. You, you are so innovative and you know everybody, right? Or whenever someone needs help, they come and ask me, like, who do you, hey, Victoria, do you know someone who does blah, blah, blah? And nine times out of ten, the answer is yes. And even in a global sense, which is really crazy. Now, I just thought this was me being helpful. I didn't see it as influence. And I didn't see myself as a center of influence. But the more that I'm recognizing that now in this extreme moment, the more that I am recognizing, wait a minute, uh, I'm surrounded by many centers of influences. And I'm excited about that. Um, and this is connecting the dots. Maybe this podcast is just going to be about me connecting the dots in this moment. And I hope as I have this realization, you have it too, that you have influence as well. But as I'm realizing this, huh, you know, if I just ask, if I just ask more people for what I need or to help me find people who can help me find what I need, 
wow, more will get done faster. And in fact, my team is always telling me, you know, you can ask us for more. <laughs> you can ask us for more. And when I do, more gets done. That's amazing. And I didn't do it. Wow, I'm a center of influence. And on top of that, I've been asking my team members, like, well, what do you think? Or what would be your idea? And I receive their insight. Now, my team are not my spirit guides. My team are, like, human people that are in physical reality all over the world, right? Work, working from home, working from wherever they are, you know. Um, so I, I take what they what they offer me, right, their insights and expertise, and I'll uh, filter it through my spirit guides so that I can make a, an aligned decision and take aligned action. That is how I always do things. But I've been getting better and better at leveraging the wisdom and resources that have been gathered around me. And I would encourage you to do the same. So with that, I think this is a lovely point to bring this podcast episode to a close, especially because my cell phone's like, girl, I'm at 2%. I'm going to die. Okay. So with that, if this is your first time coming to the Journeypreneur podcast, hi, thanks for stopping by. Don't be a stranger. Make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes so that you get the notifications first every time a new episode is syndicated on iTunes. For my Android users, hop on over to Podbean. Journeypreneur.podbean.com is where you can subscribe when new episodes are syndicated there. And, oh my goodness, this is episode 159. If you're on iTunes, please make sure that you leave me a five-star review. Let me know what stood out to you, because that's where the comment section is. That helps me know what's the topics that you're interested in, and also helps me reach more people just like you, conscious entrepreneurs doing good things in the world. With that, let's tie this podcast episode up the same way that we do every time. Please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.